Welcome to the Fate in Your Favour podcast, where we focus on becoming the best version of ourselves. We explore ways to take better care of our mental well-being, connect to our values, and to overall lead more fulfilling, meaningful lives, relationships, and careers. I'm your host, Janelle Johnson, a practicing life coach and trainee counsellor from London in the UK. And to find out more information, get resources, or to sign up to the mailing list, visit www.fateinyourfavour.co.uk. It's also where I'll be more than happy to answer any of your questions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of the Fate in Your Favour podcast. I hope this podcast finds you well. Thank you very much again for the feedback that I've been receiving. It's motivating me to keep going. So thank you, thank you, thank you. One of the things I would like to talk about today, which I think would be really great to explore, is the importance of language and the power that it has over the mind if you just give it a chance to think. If you give your mind a chance to think, it has control over every single thing that you do. Now, one of the stories that I was thinking about is there was once that I, a while back now, I walked into work and I was all bouncy and like, morning everyone, good morning, hi, morning, morning, morning. And a client stopped me and she said, Janelle, I've been wondering, because I see you come in every morning and you're always bouncy and happy. What do you do in the mornings to get you to just walk in with such a positive energy? And I told her, you know, I go to the gym in the morning, I do some yoga, cycle into work. So it gives me a nice transition between home and work. It's not going from home, getting on the stuff train, then getting off the train. And just it's it's just a nice transition, especially when I cycle. I do all of these little things. First thing she said is, oh, I can never do that. We are all culprits of that. It's so interesting because she literally just as soon as I finished saying, what it is that I do she was like oh no I could never do that I I could never wake up so early just to go to the gym or I could never wake up so early just to do some yoga oh no I couldn't cycle because um cars cars on the road they're just they just they just don't really care about cyclists and all of this stuff and all of these reasons why she couldn't do it there is risk in doing that because you shut your brain down to the possibilities that it actually has available to it The moment you say, I can't, is the moment that your brain is like, okay, you can't. But if you were to just think about the way that you were speaking to yourself, she could have easily said, you know, I've never tried that. It's possible that one day I would try that. Even though in the back of her mind, she's thinking maybe, nah, I wouldn't try that. Do you know what I mean? Instead of shutting her brain down to the possibility, there were so many other things that she could have said. But like I said, we're all culprits of it. You know, oh, I couldn't do that. When we see people like skydiving, as much as I would love to do a skydive, when you see someone skydiving, you're like, oh, no, I could never do that. But why couldn't you do it? Why? Because really, if you put your mind to something, you can do anything, anything, literally anything you put your mind to, there is a possibility. There was once before that people didn't know that aeroplanes could fly. There were people before that thought no one could um, run 100 metres in 10 seconds. I don't know if anyone's actually done that yet. (laughs) I'll look that up. Regardless of what it is, it takes brain power. It takes you telling yourself that you can so that you can push yourself out of your comfort zone and achieve what you want to achieve. 
the placebo effect is, for example, you go to the doctor, you say, doc, I've got these symptoms and I would like you to give me some medication for it. The doctor says, hey, great, okay, I've got these tablets that you can take. You take the tablets for X amount of weeks, you, you feel better, and then you go back to the doctor for some more, and then the doctor says, oh, actually, those tablets that I gave you were a placebo, and what that means is that they were really just sugar pills. They didn't have any medicinal purposes at all. These are things that people spend millions, millions and millions of pounds on getting some really, really smart, intelligent people to work out how powerful the brain really is. Because the fact of the matter is, if you went to the doctor with symptoms and he gave you a fake tablet, just for the simple fact that you believed you would get better, you got better. That's the placebo effect. You used something, you used a tool to make you think that you were getting better. And just because of the thought itself, you were able to heal, the body was able to heal itself. How mind-blowing is that? Just for the simple fact that that's a real thing. The placebo effect is a real thing. Even to the point where doing research for this, I think of exercise as a placebo because if you exercise you feel good which means that you think you're healthy but I mean you have people who exercise all day every day and then may end up with some sort of illness exercise doesn't mean you are healthy but it makes you feel that you are fit and healthy so imagine if you haven't tried something before you tell your brain no, I can't do it, or no, I can't have that. Change your words. Think about what you're saying so that you open your brain to the possibilities as opposed to closing it off to the possibilities. Just thinking about the fact that we're more reactant to pain than we are to pleasure. Just as humans, we feel the pain and we move. Imagine if you could cut that out and actually not have to feel the pain before we do something worthwhile to change our outcome. Imagine if you would drive towards pleasure without feeling the pain. If someone was to, to light a fire under you, you're gonna jump up and you're gonna do something, you're gonna move. But if someone was to say, hey, let me stroke your hair, you know, <laughs> you'll be like, mm, yeah, okay, yeah, I can definitely let you stroke my hair, but it's not gonna let you, it's not gonna make you do anything just thinking about it in, in, in that sense. What if you could focus your brain so that you push yourself more towards the pleasure without having to feel the pain? I mean, that's prevention is better than cure. The simple fact that prevention is better than cure. If you do things, if you put placebos in place to help your mind believe that it can get better, then why not do those things? Why not go to the gym or try the gym or try to work out even if you don't if you don't like the gym? Why not try to do yoga? Have those placebos in place that encourage you to think a certain way so that your body actually recognizes that and says, hey, no, this is this is what I should be doing and it feels good. It makes me feel good to do this just like the tablet. Use things that are available to you to make them a placebo. Do things that make you feel good. It doesn't have to be a sugar tablet, obviously. It doesn't have to be gym. It doesn't have to be going for a jog. It doesn't have to be those things. It can be anything, literally anything. Anything that you can think of, you, it can be that. Just something so simple. If you tell yourself, doing this will make me feel better, just do it. 
to be fair, even COVID-19 times, at first, a lot of people were wearing masks and people were being criticised for wearing masks because everyone was saying, oh, the mask is for people who have it, not for people who don't have it. So people are walking around with masks, but they don't need it. And, you know, it's not protecting them and all of this stuff. I've seen people walking around with scarves around their face. I've seen like so many different variations of what a mask to cover their face is. But the fact is, even if medically it doesn't make a difference to, to save them from getting coronavirus, the placebo is that they feel better from doing that. That's the effect. They feel like they're doing something to protect themselves. There are people who have like gone through things and experienced life in a, in, a, in a way that I would never maybe be able to comment on. But they know what doesn't work for them. You know what doesn't work for you. So make your environment a space where there are constant placebos. Every time you look to the left, there's something that reminds you, oh, that is something that makes me feel good. Like, for example, in the morning, I have this thing that I do every time when I wake up in the morning. I say thank you, say what I'm grateful for, and I have a huge cup of water. That makes me feel good. And it's, it is a placebo because I read somewhere that when you have a cup of water in the morning as a first thing, it helps start your digestive system up for the day. That's a placebo because, I mean, I have no way to actually tell <laughs> if that is what it does. But the fact that I believe that's what's happening, it happens. Like, I, I feel good for the day once I've had my water. And if I don't have my water and something, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't, I ate this and my belly's feeling a bit whatever, I automatically put it back to, ah, oh, that's it, I didn't drink any water this morning. That's a placebo. Put things in place that help you believe that you are doing well. Do that. And the more and more things that you put in place is the more you actually be doing well. There are people who are around you who are doing things that you want to know how to do. And first of all, we may not ask someone because of our pride. We should get rid of that because if you don't ask, you won't know. Just think there's people that are around you that have what you want. And it's not to say that it's a thing of jealousy. It's not to say that it's a thing of um, idealism. It's something that's important that you understand that just because someone has something that you want and you ask about it, it doesn't make it a bad thing. If anything, it's, it's a good thing. It's a, it's a really, really good question to ask because that's what you want. So even if it's, I don't know, losing weight, for example, I have people who contact me about becoming a coach and asking for tips about what they should do, how they should do it, where did I start, all of these things. And I'm more than happy to answer the question. And I know that some people may not be more than happy to answer the question, but they should say that. You won't know unless you ask the question. Now, when you do ask the question, especially when it comes to something like losing weight, making money, um, all of these things that, you know, it's low-hanging fruit, so it's an easy example to give. But when it comes to those things, if someone says, oh, yeah, I did this, that, this, that, this, you can't then turn around and say, oh, I can never do that. You ask the question because you want to get there. You want to understand how that person got there. There are like a million books out there from experts who have made it. How good would it be even to ask someone who hasn't quite yet made it yet just what their experience is and what motivated them to get to the next level? Remember that success leaves clues. There are so many things that you have been successful in that 
you can actually comment on. There's been opportunities in your life already that have challenged you to be organized, that have challenged you to the point where you learn that you're so resilient. What are those times? Think of those times. Our adaptability is out of this world. A few weeks ago, we never knew how we would manage having to stay at home with ourselves, you know. I know that some people are struggling with it. However, there are a lot of other people who have learned something new about themselves that they're able to do. Just think, experience gives you something to talk about, something that you have been successful in. You are successful. Some of my friends, people that I know, family members, they are successful in raising human beings, like whole humans. They've raised them. That is a success and it's one to be celebrated. So don't shut your brain off to its possibilities. Just remember that you have already proven that you have the skills from the past experiences that you have that have changed who you are. Every single moment that has passed has contributed to this particular moment. Every single experience that you have had has made you into the person you are today. And that is something that is a success and that should be celebrated. It just shows that as long as you don't shut your brain off to the possibilities, you can do anything you put your mind to. A placebo is like a key. It unlocks the possibilities of your brain. So if you have something you want to do, think big, first of all, always think big, dream big, but put things in place that remind you that you can do it. I have all around my bedroom, I've got little post-it notes that say things to remind me inside my cupboard when I open it, it'll be something to remind me of how great I am. If I'm trying to learn something in particular, if I am trying to understand something in particular, I will put it in front of me so that I am always thinking about it. Those things are placebos. It makes me believe that I'm digesting something because that's what I want to do. Don't shut your brain off to the avenue of possibility. Understanding the placebo effect just proves that it works. Looking at all the studies, all the millions of pounds, all the geniuses that have been commissioned to prove that it works, take that information and use it to your advantage. Open up your language. One of the things is language, and it goes back to my initial intention for this podcast, the importance of language. When you say things like, I can't do that, instead, maybe try and say something like, what can I do to get there? Or it would be interesting to find out if I could do that. Even that, in a sense, is telling yourself that you can't, but there is the willingness to try. Another thing is If you say, oh yeah, you shouldn't do this, or to someone else, you can't do that. Why can't they do it? Because that's based on your beliefs. If someone says they want to do a skydive, and I use skydive because I'm welcoming it into my energy force field, (laughs) because I really want to do a skydive this year, so I'm, I'm putting it out there. If I said to someone, yeah, I want to do a skydive, and they say, oh no, you couldn't do that. To be fair, even last week I was talking about the first time that I decided to do a fast, I told people, yeah, I'm doing a fast. I was really excited telling everyone, I'm going to do a fast, I'm going to do a fast, I'm going to do a fast. I had so many naysayers and so many people say, oh, you can't do that. But actually that was a reflection of what they believe they can do. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Another thing is when you say, oh, you shouldn't do this or I shouldn't be doing this. Why shouldn't you be doing that? Who told you that you can't be exactly who you want to be today as opposed to waiting for tomorrow? One of the things, especially in life coaching, that I work on with my clients is who told you that you can't do that? And a lot of the time, 
I get back, oh, I told myself I couldn't do that. Okay, so change your mind. You can do it. You can do whatever you want to do. Anyway, another thing, actually, when we're working on changing our language is to welcome what we want. So instead of talking about what we don't want, welcome the things that we do want. So you could say something like, I want to change that I'm always late everywhere. I used to have this problem. So this is personal to me. I don't want to be late anywhere. I don't want to be late anymore. It doesn't look good. It doesn't make me feel good to always be the last person arriving. Those kind of things. I was actually welcoming the thought of being late into my space. So if you are someone who, you know, has something to replace lateness with or whatever, switch it around and say what you do want to do. For me, it was, I want to be on time. And it's so simple. Take the word late out of it. Let's not even think about being late. I want to be on time. Or you could have, I don't want to be taken advantage of. Could be switched around into, I want to be treated with respect. Even things like in terms of language wise, you know, sometimes you're, you're kind of in a joking, in a joking way, you may say, oh, you know, my luck. Or yeah, lucky for some, those kind of things. That shuts your brain off because you're telling yourself that you're not lucky enough, but you are, you are lucky enough. Stop welcoming those things. And just one simple thing is just to look at your language and catch yourself saying, when you can't, when you say, I can't, question, why can't I? Work out what that reason is. Because the fact is, you can do anything you want to do. Another example actually is trying. When you say, I'm trying, to try is to make an attempt or an effort to do something. But if you say, I am being more positive or I am working on my memory or I am taking better care of myself, your brain understands that as, right, that's what I'm currently doing. And then it starts to look for things that validate that. But if you say, I can't or I'm trying, that means you're not actually doing it yet. And that's actually what I'm going to leave you with today. I'm not going to go on any further. I really do hope this podcast has challenged the way that you think about your language, for one, and maybe given you some other little nuggets throughout. Don't keep me a secret. Share it with somebody you love. You never know what they're going to be able to get from it. On that note, don't forget to follow me on social media. On Instagram, it's fateinyourfavor underscore coaching. On Facebook, it's fate in your favor. You can email me. You can head over to the website. You can have a look and send me any questions. Let me know what you think. I really, really love some feedback. And like I said, don't keep me a secret. Okay, bye.